This is Colin Moriarty from Sacred Symbols, a PlayStation podcast, the best PlayStation podcast on the entire internet. If you're looking for a different PlayStation podcast to listen to than mine, you probably want to listen to podcasts beyond. But if you need a PlayStation podcast even after that, then you're in the right place for PlayStation experience. Have yourselves a very good time. Welcome to the land of long live play where greatness is always waiting. Welcome to the PlayStation experience. It is I, as always, your boy Dat Ninja Dev, and I'm joined by the Gator King down in Florida, Mr. Delvin Cox. How you doing, bro? Day 13 of quarantine. <laughs> I have read every book I need to read. I have played every game I need to play. Please send help. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Delvin. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us from the land of the White Walkers, the Platinum Princess herself, Miss Haley Nicole Miller. How are you doing? Uh, tired. Need more sleep. I uh, mean, shouldn't you be getting all the sleep during the quarantine? I mean, I'm not quarantined anymore. I'm back at work. Remember, I'm an essential worker. For those who are, because we're not a video show, I just uh, did the the finger quotations. I'm an essential worker because Walmart is second. essential. Hold on one second. You said you're back at work. Yeah. So that means everything that you were saying last week on the podcast went well. No, it didn't. I had well, to, st- I ran out of vacation days, Delvin. I don't get paid for being off work. I had to but use you, my vacation time. To but you still time. have a job. That's what I'm saying. You, oh, you, you, you still oh, have a job. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> hey, would you guys like a little inside baseball? Turns out, sure, no. Let's go. I'm not safe. That meeting is going to happen just after the virus is over. So we oh, that's haven't. Cool. That sucks. Th- yeah. <laughs> so maybe months down the line, I could. I could still not have one. That's. Because that's some inside baseball stuff for you. Well, then. Yeah. Mm. Well, you, well, you got one now, so you better get as many hours as you can while you have it. Yep. Just be as essential essential to the business as possible. Uh, even though, yeah. uh, I'm going to say it right now, Walmart should not be open. Uh, just regular grocery stores should be open. Walmart should not. You do not need to come to Walmart right now and buy yourself a nice 500 dollar television or whatnot because oh i need something to do in quarantine okay order it online do not come to the store and bring your children and then oh this is fun i had a customer this week step right into my space and go i hope you're not one of these freaks uh who who are going on about social distancing and i'm like man could you please step back like you're, you're you're right in my face like look here they can close walmart after the 31st, when I get my copy of Rise of the Skywalker, I can close down as long as I want to. Um, I'm sorry, isn't that already currently available? Not here, is it? Not the physical version. The physical version is not here. I think uh, some people have the physical version, but not here, nowhere. Yeah. I know Josh got his physical copy. My mom, she orders everything from Best Buy, so she typically gets hers usually the Friday before release, so she may actually have hers already. Um... 
But, I mean, Walmart has groceries, so I, I think they need to stay open because people use Walmart for groceries and they can get other stuff. And y'all got curbside pickups, so, like... Actually, that is kind of right. Y'all got curbside pickups, so that's actually pretty safe. Yeah. Uh, except we have a limit of 50 customers a day for curbside pickup. They all should expand that. That doesn't even make any sense, especially we, in light of the quarantine. At our store, we do not have enough employees. The last... Uh, three weeks ago, we had a day with 94 DHS orders, which is our curbside pickup service, and the team that started in the morning did not finish. Their 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 scheduled shift was scheduled to end at 3. They went home at 10.30. We do not have enough employees for uh, curbside pickup to go over 50 orders a day. I will say Interesting. this. You should be happy. that you're getting, You should be getting a whole bunch of overtime. I'm not getting right overtime at all. I'm getting 14 hours a week. That's it. That's all I'm getting. That's it? So yeah. they are under, they're understaffed. They only give you 14 hours a week? Oh, no, no, no. All the other associates on my team get four hour, four shifts a week. I'm down to two shifts a week. So, you know, not helpful at all. That totally helps me pay bills. That sucks. Yep. That just that just seems like it's defeating the purpose of everything. Like, you would think at this time, everybody should be pretty much maxed out at hours. To be able to fulfill like the curbside stuff, mm-hmm. being able to take care yeah. of online orders, like all of that, it just like it seems like you're completely defeating the purpose of this. Like you have the ability to completely change the landscape of of like your workforce and be able to really provide services, yet you're not maxing out hours for people. Like that just seems, especially when like you're one of the few places that is considered an essential business that yeah. needs to stay open. Like you guys have electronics for people. We do you have work from home stuff you've got groceries you've got like the necessities of life shoes clothes (laughs) Um, yeah but like you actually have keyboards and mouse uh, like gamestop oh yeah that whole thing was stupid do you see the article that came out yesterday where they were telling employees to uh wrap their hands in plastic bags and go back to work i don't read Haley. okay (laughs) i I didn't read that yeah (laughs) so but yeah, that that's been your Walmart inside baseball. I could go further, but this is a PlayStation show, so Wow. Debatable. <laughs> it is what we want it to be, right? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so let's just get right into what we're playing. Uh Haley, regale us of uh your 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 playtime. What do you what have you been up to? What you playing? Uh, well, I got my six thousand trophy this week, so there's that. That's a lot of trophies. Mm-hmm. I finished the new control DLC in like a day and a half. Um, working on finding all the collectibles and hidden areas and that now. Uh, last night I managed to solve the ridiculously stupidly challenging cat puzzles that are in this DLC to unlock a cat headband you can wear on any outfit for the main character. So there's that. Um, I started Deus Ex Human Revolution. Uh, not Human Revolution. Uh, Mankind Divided. Uh, I haven't got very far in it because I wanted my six thousand trophy to be in control. So, um, hmm. I unlocked my 6,000th trophy with a trophy titled Astral Plumbing, uh, <laughs> which for those who haven't played Control, you go to the Astral Plane a lot. Uh, the trophy requirement is to find the Astral Plane restroom. So, wow, interesting. Did that, um, and then you know. There's a couple teases in the DLC for Alan Wake, as there should be, because the next DLC for Control will, will of course, include Alan Wake stuff. So, um, and then, uh, what else did I play? 
Not a whole lot else. I haven't even really had a chance to go back to Sacred Symbols. I will say, I made it to, like, level 27 in Sacred Symbols, like, and, man, I... Those four brick bouncers, I do not know. Hmm. So. Sounds like you uh, definitely played a lot there. A lot more than me, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I, I've got to ask, how, how's Doom Eternal? You beat it yet? Heck no. Beat it. Please. I think I'm in level, the third level I started. I, I play that game, even though it's super fast paced, I play it slow. Once I kill all the things, I'm looking for all the secrets and stuff. That's probably my favorite part of it, mm -hmm. trying to find all the little hidden nooks and crannies and all of that. So I've been doing that while playing that. That's really the only game I've played this week because I, too, am an essential employee. I have been trying to get all the people working remote and stuff like that. So that has been a just super busy. Like, Mondays have been crazy dealing with all kind of issues, troubleshooting, getting people set up. Luckily, I'm able to do it from home, which presents its own issues because my kids are asking questions and they need help. They have I'm printing out packets for them to work on. So yeah. me and the wife are both like working at home, like working our regular jobs at home, but then also having to teach the kids and be engaged with them. So it's just been a really long, <laughs> strenuous week. Um, Doom Eternal has been literally the only game that I've played and I'm still enjoying it. But just playing it like in small little little doses here, like maybe an hour a night, um, trying to get through the levels. And the levels are long in Doom Eternal; like they're not like short yeah, little levels. Yeah, that game's like, according to the developers, like double the length of Doom twenty sixteen. So yeah, um, but it, well, I, it's I'm definitely a lot of fun. I'm assuming I'll make it a lot further than you in the first day I get it, which is Friday. So I'm sure you will. <laughs> Although to be fair, I do have something else coming out on Friday that will probably take up a lot of my time. Uh, yeah, that we'll get to that in the drop. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, I've also fallen down a show hole. I've been watching The Expanse, like catching catching back up on The Expanse. I watched the first season when it came out and like part of the second season. So mm -hmm. like the other night I was up till I think like 2.30 watching that show because it's just really good. That's and fair. I totally I, sucked me in. I also fell down a show hole where I started rewatching shows that I probably shouldn't have started rewatching. Uh, I'm now <laughs> up to season four on Supernatural, uh, season 10 on Smallville, and, uh, I started rewatching Van Helsing from Sci-Fi, which is, uh, it's what you think it is, just not based on the movie, it's based on the graphic novel, so, uh, essentially a woman discovers that she has the ability to turn vampires back to human, um. Really... That's a lot of shows to be jumping through. Uh, I can't hold, do that. Hold on, there's more. I'm also rewatching Riverdale from the beginning too because I'm that nerd. So. I can't ever. I'm like I'm gonna watch one thing and finish it. No, if just I, like I play games, play one, one if, game, finish it. If I watch one thing straight, I get so like bored that I just go do something else. So I jump between. I don't even have enough time to jump between things. That's the other thing. But again, so, yeah. I have no social life except for for games and stuff like that. So. <laughs> Yeah, and, me and, and the wife and, also started Tiger King last night, and I probably got through the second episode before it bored me to tears, and I fell asleep. Uh, that show is weird, but also my best friend lives on your side of the country, uh, Dev, so, I mean, my time schedule kind of revolves around that, so. Ah, uh, nice. Well, since you brought it up, I watched the whole thing of Tiger King. Ugh. What, it, ha, what, I enjoyed it. It is fascinating uh, how crazy... White people can really be. Didn't that man I'm, hire? I'm a glad woman? you said that. Did, well, I mean, to be fair, he's not wrong. White people be crazy. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> like the the story and the thing about it is, living in Florida, I see weird things. 
Not necessarily mm-hmm. in Miami, but when you go like to places like the Everglades and stuff like that, you kind of see the Tiger King type characters and things like that. When you know they're they're kind of doing things that may be a little bit sketchy. Like when you go to maybe Everglades a and they have bit the sketchy. Yeah. Is isn't Florida where Vermin Supreme is from? And for reference, that's not like a, a dig. There's a candidate who runs for president every election cycle called Vermin Supreme, and this man wears a boot on his head. That sounds like a battle rapper. I know, right? <laughs> I'm not kidding. If you have not heard of Vermin Supreme, look him up because wow, his platform. Never heard of that. His platform is essentially a pony for every American. Like I'm not. Hold on, let me see if I can find his. his I'll platform. vote for that guy. Uh, it's like um, voting for D's nuts. Yeah. All right. D's well, thanks. For the, thanks for the meme. Uh, but um, yeah, I found Tiger King very fascinating and interesting, and. It's just so, it's just such, I recommend people, if you can get past episode two, watch it. Like, I think episode one or two is kind of a slow burn, but once they get into the whole gist of this guy's craziness, it becomes a fascinating story about somebody, like, just how weird people can really be. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Uh, I see a little bit uh, of it. Okay, uh, his policy is zombie preparedness in the pony-based economy. That guy should win. <laughs> wow. Uh, also, I'm not kidding. This man wears a boot on his head. He looks like <laughs> Discount Gandalf. He has that big of a gray-white beard, too. Wow. <laughs> so. so, yeah, Tiger King. Tell me a little bit more about that, because like I said, I got through episode two and was like, this is... This is nonsense, and I just rolled over and went to sleep. It's just such a weird show. It's like a mix of Evil Duck Dynasty mixed with Swamp People (laughs) mixed with, like, Love and Hip Hop Redneck. It's so weird. Like, uh, I I recommend it because there's so many weird and fascinating things about the show, like, I'll give you one that I think is weird. I think it's just fat, weird how this thing is. Okay. The main character, his name Tiger King and stuff like that. He is a very flamboyant gay man. Who also wow. is a he's also a polygamist. So he believes yes, in right. multiple multiple husbands. Mm-hmm. So he has two husbands. But this is the kicker. Neither of his husbands are gay. <laughs> they have both said we are not gay. We just got talked into marrying you. And they both have girlfriends. So I'm like, how? I what? Mean, I mean, that is how polygamy works, just so you're aware. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that they're like, no, nah, we're not gay, but we're married to this guy. <laughs> you can be in a relationship with someone in polygamy and not have a uh, family-friendly show trying to think how to phrase this. Relations with just that. Just say sexual relations. There you yeah, go. But, you but you can be in a relationship is, and not have those kind of relations and also be in a relationship with someone else at the same time and have those kind of relations. That's polygamy but, for you. But how can you be married to someone? Because right. it's that, that, But be married to someone and say, yeah, oh, I'm not gay. I mean, but you married I mean, the person. I mean, have you, like, if they're not gay and they're married to the person, okay. 
I mean, they're kissing and everything. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes. You're bot. You're, you're at the very least. You gotta be bot. Like, yes. I, okay. Just because they're married also doesn't mean they're kissing. Are they kissing? No. They, yes. They're, yes. They're they do in the episodes. They're I watched kissing. the episode where they got married. All three of them. Yeah. They could be heteroflexible. I don't even know what Wait, that even. Wouldn't means. that just be bi? No, that's just me being. That's just me being sarcastic. Um, is, is that a, is that a gymnast? No, that's a meme that people are like. Oh, I'm not bi. I'm heteroflexible. It's like, all right. I mean, whatever you want to label yourself, you're still, you're still that. So, yeah, you're, you're wow. not. You're not a hundred percent straight. It's like I know somebody who said, "No, oh, I'm not gay." Would totally have relations with uh, Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco. Though, guess what, bro? You're not straight. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Uh, I don't even know who that is. Uh, lead but, singer um, of Panic at the Disco. Okay. <laughs> that didn't change anything. No, I right. I figured it would not. It's like the Billie Eilish situation, which I know I, who that is. Yes, but Dev doesn't see the uh, benefits of her music, and I also do not. So do not yeah. kill me. I mean, I've heard the name. I just I don't care. I've never listened to her, to be honest. So me either. I probably have heard one of her songs, maybe on the radio. I think I've heard. I think I've heard "Bad Guy in Pieces," and I just okay. Yeah. Anyways, so Tiger King is a show you should watch. What have you been playing, Delvin? (laughs) Netflix, apparently, according to your PlayStation Network ID. Yeah, yeah, I've been watching a good amount of Netflix. Um, watching movies, but let's get to some good stuff. Stuff I've been playing. I've been playing a lot of um. Out of Worlds, which I like a lot. I saw that. Nice. I like that the uh, the location you're exploring currently says redacted by the board. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty. I yeah. like the game is pretty cool. It's interesting. The more and more I play it, the more and more I like it. I like how flexible it is for certain things because I was playing it originally. The way I was playing it was, well, should I make this decision because I didn't want to mess up my my game, and then I made a decision. Because I literally got to a point where I couldn't like progress unless I made yeah, a, unless you made a decision. decision. Yep. So I made a decision, and then the outcome of it didn't become what I expected it to be. I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. And I mm. like the fact that it's so flexible with, you can make the decision, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to just shut out your choices completely. Yeah, that's why you make a second save, so you don't have to play through a whole other profile again. But yeah. <laughs> some people consider that cheating. I consider it a, a a point shaving kind of situation where like you shave time off for hunting achievements. <laughs> this, by the oh. way, is why I have a second save for the Outer Worlds if I ever want to go back and earn that platinum. However, uh, I'm one of those people that hates survival mode and RPGs that aren't based around survival. So. Yeah, yeah I, I like the game a lot, though. And another game I've been playing that I want to talk about that I thought I don't think anybody else here has played it yet. But the beta for Predator Hunting Grounds came out. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I've got a beta to talk about, but we'll save that for later. Yeah, okay. I downloaded that one, but I did, I just haven't had a chance to really jump into it. And for those who don't know, Predator Hunting Grounds comes out, I think, well, as of right now, this month, because as this come out, this will be April. Yeah. So, But it comes out like later this month, and it was made by Ilphonic. And for those who don't know, Ilphonic made, made the fight Friday in the 13th, 13th game. Game I love a lot. Mm, yep. So when when this came out, I felt like it was going to be in the vein of that, but it is not. Unfortunately, it's still I I, I enjoyed it so far for what I played, but it's a little bit different because where the Friday the Thirteenth games, you have Jason who kind of feels like he's unstoppable and stuff like that. 
But when I've seen people play, because I didn't get a chance to play as the Predator, but it could be the way that people use the Predator. He didn't seem as much as a force as Jason was in the game, in the Friday the 13th game. And also, they added this kind of thing where the Predator, yeah, yeah you got to take on the Predator, but he's not your main focus. And escaping is not your main focus. Your main focus is like, okay, you're in the jungle and you have to complete this object- objective, then get out, and the Predator just happens to be there. Mm. Which sounds cool, but it doesn't always necessarily feel as fun as it should be because, okay, you got to kill these NPC players and they're just drones, so they're not really attacking you as much as they should. And, oh, yeah, here comes the Predator. Then the Predator's gone for like 15 minutes. I'm like, uh, I enjoyed it, but I, I think once people start getting the feel of the game and knowing how to play with the Predator, it'll be a lot more fun than what it was when I played it. But for the most part, I think it's a pretty solid game, and it, it's a lot more polished than the Friday the 13th game. I will give it that. It feels a lot more polished and stuff like that. But yet, still, I don't think it has the same kind of, I don't know, like the same kind of appeal that Friday the 13th game had. Thus far, but I want to I want to play the final version of the game to make a full verdict of it. Do you think it'll be better than Evolve? Uh, I haven't even played it, and just based on the looks, I already think it will be better than Evolve because Evolve- people really liked Evolve. It just died off. Like, do you think there's more lasting power for this game than there was for I Evolve? I think based on brand recognition alone, probably. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say that. I think. Because the Friday the 13th game had a long tail. Like, uh, I played that game for a long time. I even played a couple matches with Greg Miller uh, with that game. And, man, just... It that was... game died off because of legal issues. Yes. Yes. Because they had tons more plans for Friday the 13th. And then, like, the legal dispute over the rights happened. And they had to be like, hey, guys, sorry, we can't update this game anymore based on the legal issues. So, I will say this. If they do what I think they're going to do with the game, I think it will have long legs. I think if they start having like, hey, here's some Carl Weathers DLC. Here's some Arnold Schwarzenegger DLC that's also you can put in the game. Hey, now you can play as some, another different type of Predator. You keep adding characters like that into it, I think it will have a long shelf life. It just depends on how they do it in terms of marketing and how they push it. Because Predator has a long history of famous characters that's been mm-hmm. in the movies and whatever kind of medium they had of it. And even if they go as far as like, hey, we now have aliens in the game as well. I was getting ready to say, can we cross over to AVP? Probably. I think if they could do those type of things, it will have a very long shelf Ooh, life. Actually, you know what? I don't think they would be able to because I think... Who did Alien Isolation? Sega? No, that's not Sega. That was Colonial Marines. Uh, I don't know who did that one. Colonial Marines was Gearbox. Gearbox. I think. I think. Yeah. I think it was Sega. Was it Sega? I think it was. Hold on. Let me find. I know out Sega has some. Whoever did some Isolation has to have the Marines rights for game. Alien games. It was Creative Assembly Ooh, and published by Sega. Yep. Oop. Nope. They're not. I don't think they're going to be able to do Alien versus Predator then. Uh, Sega probably has the rights to the Alien stuff. Yikes. But they, like I said, they still can. They could elude, but I don't think they could actually like go full AVP. 
it just depends on what the rights actually are. Because yeah. you could have the rights for just that game, not necessarily a franchise or anything like that. So, it, it you know, we'll see what happens when the game actually comes out and they actually, uh, you know, divulge what their plans are for the game long term. But, yeah. you know, whatever. I hope they added the cast from the original Predator movie. It just that seems cool. like it would be perfect to just have them in this game. I don't know why they are in the game already. Like, Get like a, a license or look like I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger and put him in the game. Or, or get like um, Carl Weathers. Just the original Jesse the Body Ventura. That would be so cool to go in this game and like, hey, you can play as the original cast of Predator against the original Predator. But this, like I said, it's a cool game. I feel like it needs a little bit more tightening up to be perfect. But people who like Elliot, people who like the Predator would like this game. And I feel like if I was to rate it just based off the beta, I'd probably say so far it's a seven. That's good. Seeing it's just a beta and they still got a little bit more time to cook, this could be something really uh, good. Not that not that much time to cook. They've only got, like, from the day this releases, they've got 20, three weeks. Th- mm, 23 days. Yeah, so two, yeah, two and a half that's, weeks. That's, that's time to throw a little something in there, you know what I'm saying? And also, like I said, we don't know what their plans are. And the beta version, we don't know how far back that actual beta code is from. Mm. So they could be, that could yeah. be version 0.05 and they're on version 1.2 so it could be a lot of changes that have been made since the beta and then whatever the gold version will be so could be good all right if that's all you've been playing let's uh get into these questions yeah so from donnie we got this was actually a question that was he meant to ask that he meant to have for last week's episode but i forgot to put it in the show notes that's so that's okay. on me i added a question as well if you didn't notice yes i did okay. so he says uh so question for the show which approach to expandable stores do you prefer xbox is going the proprietary way which we've seen in the past with vita could be very expensive but the solution is simple plug and play versus sony's allowing for off-the-shelf expandable storage but will require what he imagines he says will be to open up the box and add yourself even if you can't get the solution now you'll be able to get it down the road well since we haven't seen a box we have no idea how the storage is actually uh, the expandable I mean, storage is going to work to be fair cerny did say in the presentation that you would be opening up the box and putting it in there he said there would be a slot for it. He yes. didn't say anything about opening up. We have no idea what that actually means. It could be that there is, you know, a simple well, he talk, crack open a little piece, about, screw talk. in a little M2. It's not difficult. M2 slots are super simple. It's literally a plug-in and one screw. And the, yeah, removing just, the, the just, PlayStation 4 at, uh, uh, hard drive was super simple, too. So I don't yeah. think that, you know, that really ties into anything it's not like you're really opening up the box and getting to the actual insides of it like the ps4 was real simple the slim was just a little slide out and the original ps4 was just the top cover came off and you only had access to the hard drive from that so i don't think it really is is that like convoluted it's not like you're actually opening something up and putting something together or taking something apart so i don't think that's like a huge issue i think it's still plug and play regardless i don't think it's a whole lot too especially if it's an additional storage you're not taking out yeah, a hard drive not, and adding yeah. another you're just adding one so there's no real taking anything apart it's still plug and play so i don't think that really is that big of an issue i know there will be people who are still like skeptical or worried about taking something apart or taking something off yeah but i think it's going to be simple enough to where that's not going to lead into an issue so then the real question is 
how do we feel about it being proprietary versus it being an aftermarket thing that you have more companies being able to provide this storage? I mean, you go on, first, Yale. Honestly, it doesn't really matter to me, like proprietary or not. Like, for example, um, I actually just got my Switch, so I have to go out on Friday and buy a SD card for it, so I have space to install all my digital games because digital is my way of life. Um, but that's like I'm completely okay with that because I can go with any brand, right? Like I don't need to worry about buying Nintendo basic ones. But also, if I had to buy a Nintendo specific card, it it's just a card. Like it doesn't matter to me. It just adds, uh, it just adds more space for me to install stuff on. Like price wise, yeah, there could be a difference. But I mean, regardless, you're still having to buy a solid state drive and not a regular hard drive, so it's gonna be expensive regardless. It depends on what you look at as expensive. So, like, for example, if Nintendo were the only one making those SD cards, they'd be expensive and the price would never drop. Yep. I like the idea of it not being only made by one company because that drives competition and you can have things go on sale. You also just have to be cognizant of there will be some cheaply made SSDs that will not be great for this. Yeah. Um, Expensive, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to say. Like right now, typically a one terabyte M2 style SSD usually will run about $100. Um, you can sometimes get, in, get them a little bit cheaper, but then you also look at like the speed of the M2 drive. Like there are so many different classes of M2 drives and the speed determines the actual price. This one, there isn't anything on the market that's that's this fast yet. So who knows what you know the actual price will be? Who knows how far the prices will come down by the time these come out? But I think that it being proprietary or it being like just open market right now, I think it is probably going to be upwards of a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars, regardless of of if it's proprietary or not at this point, just because the tech is so new. Yeah, I agree. I I always liked. When it's not proprietary, because usually when it, you can, like, with, especially with SSD cards and hard drives and stuff like that, the price usually goes down eventually. Mm-hmm. And when it's, especially with, like, Nintendo has a habit of, like, if something's $100, it's going to stay $100 from the beginning of the system launch to the end of it. And that's just kind of one of the downfalls to, hey, if it's proprietary, oh, I can't speak. Proprietary. proprietary, proprietary, and it's like you have to pay the price that they're asking for it because they're the only ones mm-hmm. making it. As mm-hmm. opposed to when it's not, it's a better market for it. It usually goes down. It, you, the quality sometimes can be iffy, mm-hmm. and I know that's why you have to be kind of biased. It's almost buyers beware in terms of like that type of stuff because there are some people who sell hard, like for example, PlayStation. Some people you can buy a four terabyte hard drive for as low as sixty bucks, but it may or may not work. I mean, I bought my four terabyte hard drive for one hundred and fifty on Black Friday, like three years ago. See, there you go. And like I said, and when they first came out, they was way higher. But just like with everything with the market, yeah. prices eventually go down. And that's what I like that when you pay five hundred to six hundred dollars for a system. The fact that you can go back and you want to upgrade certain things on it, it doesn't cost an arm and a leg. So that's why I kind of always lean towards the aftermarket type stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how, how large the games are at launch, how many you can fit on the drive, and then how many you're going to have to buy or how, many, how much 
they'll take it to see if you have to buy an external like right away. Um, they're saying like all the PS4 games that are back, that'll be backwards compatible, you can use just a regular USB drive. Yep. So that should be good. But as far as like new PS5 games, depending on how many there are at launch, the question is going to be, are you going to even be able to get that many on the drive? Because it's not a full terabyte that it's actually shipping with. It's, and we have yeah. no idea what size the games are actually going to be. And that is where people are worried. Yeah. yeah. And as um, for taking apart your PS4 and your PS3 for that matter, putting the hard drive in, I've done it. For both the PS3 and PS4, and it's super simple. Yeah, it's yeah. not hard. I know now. I know a couple people who have managed to, uh, you know, muck it up and strip the screws because they did not use the correct screwdriver. But that's their own fault. So yeah, if, hopefully if, they won't require this the star shape or hexagonal type screw for this one this time. Hopefully, they just make it a regular Phillips. Yeah, if I could do it. Almost anybody can do it. I will say that. Yeah. I don't know. Again, it doesn't matter to me. It's just adding more space, which I'm going to need because I'm the type of person that I have like 38 games installed on my system right now, but that's because I'm using an external hard drive, so. Wow. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So there you have it. Moving along, we have from uh, at Mr. J, Mr. Joffrey, I cannot read apparently. That is correct. <laughs> On Twitter, he says, uh, What is your favorite pandemic comic or film? Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, the Walking Dead. Good what about you, Devin? What do you got? I have a couple. If we're going to go film, I'll say Logan. Mm. Okay. If we're going to go comics, it depends on how you look at it. There's a couple of my. I like Marvel Zombies a lot. I also uh, like um. There's Deceased as well. Yeah, which is very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like um, Old Man Logan comic is awesome. But would that be considered a pandemic not, or post-apocalyptic? Not, I was gonna say I don't that, think so. That's post-apocalyptic. Now The Walking Dead qualifies as both. Um, however, yes. if you want a good, good look into The Walking Dead type stuff, now it's it, of course it differs from the comic, but Fear the Walking Dead, which is a show, not a movie, uh, the first season delves into like the fall of L.A. and it's so good. It's only six episodes. So. Yeah, and in terms of book, hmm, maybe The Road is The Road considered a pandemic? No, it's post-apocalyptic. So see what what would be considered a pandemic as a book? A pandemic is like a virus that like destroys everything. So something that mm-hmm. destroys everything, it can become it ends up turning into post-apocalyptic, but the pandemic would be dealing with what causes it. So yeah. in The Walking Dead, it's all of a sudden people die and turn to zombies. What's the virus that's causing that? In see, like I Am Legend, about. it's the sickness that causes everybody to go stuff. So it's the story that happens to cause the post-apocalyptic type thing. Cause see, like, and this is a good example. Uh, I am Legend. The sh- the movie is way different than the book because the book revolves around vampires, and uh, I don't even think they classify what they are in the movie. So, uh, well, I didn't read the book because they didn't have Will Smith. In it, I didn't so. even know there was a book. There is. A book. I knew it was it's, a book. It's it's based on a book. So, the book didn't have Will Smith in it. So, mm. yeah. See. I mean, they sold a movie cover with Will Smith on it, but the book. 
the book has the character that Will Smith plays. It just doesn't mm. have Will Smith in it because mm. that's yeah. not how books work. Yeah, and see, post-apocalyptic would be like Terminator, you know? Yeah. Yes, okay. So, Although, yeah. Terminator would also classify as like cyberpunk-ish. But you're dealing with the post-apocalyptic fallout. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I would say mine is probably going to be uh, I Am Legend. I don't really watch a whole lot of pandemic stuff. The Walking Dead pissed me off because the only thing I cared about it. I wanted to know what was the virus, what caused it. I don't care about the rest of the stuff. Mm. So it lost well, me very I mean, early on. I'm I mean, just like, uh. To, to be uh, fair, you're going you're gonna to not like The Walking Dead at all because The Walking Dead comics are now over. And uh, they never divulged what caused oh, it. I stopped. I stopped reading and watching long ago yeah, when yeah. they just stopped even like even hinting at like trying to figure out what happened. Oh, like that was and, what drove me. So and, I stopped watching long mm-hmm. ago. And Kirkman even said like he had no intentions to tell anybody what started the virus or anything like that. Yeah. No, no. thank you. No, thank you. All right. Next question from at Pip Boys. How do you think the coronavirus will affect the industry in the years to come? Well, I think working from home will at least be an option. It'll be interesting to see what it actually does if it has any long-standing effects. It really just depends on like how I would say the world reverts after the pandemic is over. Um I mean, for the most part, most studios, like most people are working from home. Like there's yep. with, with with video games, it's really going to depend on how things how things are manufactured. Yes. Like the consoles being manufactured, like does that is that going to change? I don't think it will. Um, games being manufactured could change. You could start seeing people decide, you know what? It's so much cheaper just to go digital that we stop getting physical copies of games. That could be something that happens. I don't see it happening. Yeah. Not in the foreseeable future, just because people the, still want to buy their physical well, stuff. Also, not just not just that. Like this isn't a knock at Middle America, but Middle America does not have the best internet speeds, so digital only stuff and download speeds and you know, let's say Tennessee may not be the best, right? Well, it all depends. Cause this could push better internet speeds like yeah. everybody having to work from home it could push the, the industry forward and infrastructure to be laid in a certain way where people actually in middle america in more rural areas start getting better internet connections and if that happens then you could see more of a push for digital but yeah. as far as how games are made as how games are done i don't i don't see this changing the industry per se um because since it's such a it's such a technical area people can pretty much do a lot of this stuff from home and then once the pandemic is over they just they go back to the studio and and work but now you have more of a work from home type atmosphere where people can collaborate and do that stuff from home so it may change it in that way but as far as how how games are done i don't know that it will i'm just saying like this this also works well for disability advocism because um aiden strahan essentially uh they have a huge resource list for like advocacy um and it's it's really nice to look at and they've had an issue where like trying to get work from home stuff like that is not the best all right well, I see you guys are thinking long, long term. I'm going to think a little bit more short term in terms of like, how long are we going to be in a situation where people can't work, where people 
won't be able to have money to afford these consoles. And it may get to the point where we come around December and people can't afford to, or November, December, people can't afford to buy a PS5 or Xbox Series X. So they may try to release a console or they may not be able to release a console because people just can't straight up afford it. Like, our stock market has completely crashed at this point in time. At, as of today, 3.3 million people are filing for unemployment. Mm-hmm. Those are unprecedented numbers. We don't know how far, how long this is going to last. We don't know how America will bounce back from this. And this seems like something, even if everything was a company, they would say, okay, now you can go back outside and start working again. How long will it take for us as a country or as a, as a world to bounce back from this? To be able to sit there and say we can afford a $600 console or a $500 console. I think that may have a big effect on the way PlayStation and Xbox does things going forward. Because if, yeah, you can release consoles in November, but if people literally don't have the money for it, that's a problem. Is it though? Because half the games that are coming out are going to be on PS4 anyway. So you can have these consoles just not sell incredibly well right now and it could just mean that we have a longer tail for ps5 and xbox series x because everybody is still on ps4 and xbox mm-hmm. one so i don't know if that really will you know affect it so much because since everything is backwards compatible and xbox has already come out and said that they aren't really going to have any series x exclusive type games until you know, a year or two years down the road. So all their games will still work on the current consoles you have now anyway. But then we'll go into what we were saying before. These companies work based on how much their sales expectations are. And if these systems don't hit those expectations, they're going to have to adjust accordingly to that. And yeah, that doesn't matter to me and you, of course. But it may matter to them down the line. Like, I'm not going to sit there and say that these systems won't sell eventually. Because what goes up must come down and what goes down eventually has to come up eventually in terms of the stock market and things like that. So people will get better and people will eventually buy these consoles. But they may see soft sales for yeah, a while. I, I think they'll see soft sales for a while and we don't even know how many, how many consoles will be available at launch. That's another thing. But I think in terms of how it will affect the industry in the years to come, we may actually get better games out of this because of the fact that they're stuck creating games for longer. Maybe like we may actually see like a a reduction of crunch. We may be able to actually see games to take a little bit longer to make and we actually get better games out of them. And that can push the industry forward in a way where, oh, wait, we don't need to have a game come out every single year. You know, we can actually take more time and develop better games and have better sales because the games are more polished. You know, that it's all conjecture. True. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I'm not an analyst. I just play one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Any final thoughts there, Haley? Nah, honestly, like having to do what I just had to do kind of ruined my train of thought. So, well, I apologize for that. I mean, it's not your fault. I still can apologize. I'm sorry. That's fair. (laughs) Somebody knew what I was doing right now and proceeded to just have a full-on conversation right outside my door. So, yeah, I had to yell at my my children earlier to stop making so much noise. You know. Yep. Kids, what are you gonna do? All 
right, so let's move into uh, some news of the week. The fourth chair, everybody, because the side of downside effect of shutting my door is that the cat is now going to claw at it for hours. I can't even hear it. All right, so first story we have. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn is going to get a comic book later this June that actually deals with stuff that happens after the story. Mm-hmm. So I read this and I think, cool, I like comic books. I like Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm definitely going to pick this up. And it makes me wonder if this is this how they're going to tie into Horizon Zero Dawn 2? Is this going to be like their prelude to the game? And are we going to see it possibly as a launch title for PS5? I, uh unrelated to like horizon zero down two which we know is going to be a thing because that game sold mm-hmm. really well um mm-hmm. this was actually i kind of already knew about this because the first issue of this is actually a free comic book day book but free comic book day got pushed back so yeah yeah um now i don't think this is going to be a tie-in just because uh for those who aren't aware this book does not focus on aloy which right. um this book focuses on uh it all depends like, some people may never have even met this character. Um, this all depends, based on which side quests you did in Horizon Zero Dawn, whether or not you met, uh, I believe it's Talani is who the book is Yeah, Talana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who ends up becoming the leader of the hunting lodge in Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, now, it's just like, the book still has to do with Aloy, but it's not focused on Aloy. Like, the book is Talani is trying to find Aloy because Aloy has guns. Yeah, which yeah. I like. We're getting more expanded universe type stuff. And mm-hmm. again, we don't even know if Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is going to star Aloy. Oh, it, it could will, actually it, star her. No, we don't know that for a fact. No, there has do. been nothing. They have said no- absolutely nothing about Horizon Zero Dawn sequel. There's been nothing out. Aloy's not in it. I'm not playing it. Sorry. That is ridiculous. Nope, not at all. I, I'm so, really I'm so... Enjoy, I really enjoyed Aloy. I am not playing as anybody else. We'll see what happens if it's announced as a different character. It, it's, it's the same reason why I won't play Life to Strange 2. Max and Chloe aren't in it. Doesn't matter to me. See, I'm all about expanding the universe. There's more characters to talk about than Aloy in the, the Horizon There's Zero Dawn. I want to play as, so... Wow. We'll see what happens, because I think that it would be really cool if they were to take this as an introduction into this character, because she's going to be the main character that you follow or play as in Horizon Zero Dawn nope, 2. I don't think so, just because Aloy is such a big icon for PlayStation now. Is she? Yes. She's on she? all their marketing now. Is she, is she that big of a, a She's literally a the first image on the site <laughs> for PlayStation now. You will not win this argument. Like, Aloy is definitely coming back for the second one. And will probably be the main character. And we if not, see. I just won't play. I'm sorry. Like, I would be way, way more excited to play a different character. I feel like her little arc was tied up really nice and neat. And I'd Except like to see you forget a main what happens. Plot, you forget a main plot point of Horizon Zero Dawn. And, and that it, would be... Because I don't care about spoilers because the game is three years uh, old. Yeah, uh, uh, but just to be safe, spoiler alert for those who don't care... The only reason Aloy, the only reason we're able to get into certain areas in Horizon Zero Dawn is because Aloy has the DNA of Elizabeth Sobek, who most of the bunkers are locked DNA-wise too, and that's the only reason we're able to get into them. I don't see how that stops us from playing as a different character. 
because most of the story beats take place in underground bunkers that only Elizabeth Sobek can get into, and Aloy shares 100% of the same DNA. And that's Horizon Zero Dawn 1. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 could take a totally different turn. No, could be a different character no. dealing with more aftermath fallout. Nope. <laughs> Based on how the end credit scene for Horizon Zero Dawn ends, no, we're dealing with more um, stuff with like silence and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. Hey, you never know. It could follow silence. You could actually be playing oh, him and it could God. be his story, which would that, be awesome. I mean, to be fair... If we're following Silence, we're not the good guy, just so you're aware. I don't care about being the good guy. I do. It, it makes me feel bad to be a bad person in video games. What if uh, it does like Game of Thrones and just blatantly just kills off Eloy? Oh my god, <laughs> the that would be guy. so awesome, honestly. I would rage. <laughs> I love things that go against the grain and do something different. Like I don't need to do the same thing over and over and over again. So I would absolutely love that. That would be awesome. Nope, I would rage. I would be angry. Aloy is bay. Either way. Pick up the comic June 22nd when it drops. It's just going to expand the lore in the universe of Horizon Zero Dawn, which is a game series that I love and would love to see more expanded stuff on it. So we shall see what happens. Moving along, we've got your story, Haley. We've got uh, Resident Evil Resistance has been removed. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> this makes me angry. So for those who aren't aware, the Resident Evil 3... And if you aren't aware, you've been living under a rock. Uh, the Resident Evil 3 demo came out uh, by the time this comes out, a week and a half ago. Um, and then the beta for Resident Evil Resistance, the multiplayer mode that's coming with Resident Evil 3, um, was supposed to go live on the 27th. Now, it went live on the Xbox with no issues. But uh, they were all supposed to go live at the same time on... Friday, March 27th, and as of when we're recording this, March 29th, I still cannot log into this beta on PlayStation 4, and there's been no update from the developers. They said there's a delay in the beta uh, on PS4 and PC, and we apologize for the inconvenience. Nothing. There's been no tweets, no replies, no nothing from them on Twitter. You still can't log into the beta, and it's like, hmm. Game comes out on Friday, guys. This is not a good look. Um, I don't know. I wanted to try this before, like, I committed to playing the multiplayer, right? But Nimbus <laughs> hmm. has killed the beta. <laughs> I think Mr. X killed the beta as a more avid response. I don't know. Mr. X? I don't know. It's just annoying. Honestly, like, you advertise a beta, and then you launch it, and one system has no issues, and the other two are just, you can't even launch the thing. Their yeah, Twitter it seems replies like it was... must be massively bad right now, because on Friday morning, they were awful. Their, their replies from, like, just random Twitter accounts were like, how can you do this, and why isn't this working, and yada, 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 and then there were other people going like, guys, calm down, this is what a beta test is for. Exactly. Yeah. I was just getting ready to say that. It's a beta. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole premise of the beta, is yeah. to find out what bugs can we try to squash now before it launches. Yeah. It makes me wonder if it was because the it was matchmaking lobbies that were causing an issue, so it makes me wonder if they were trying to test and implement something that dealt with, like, maybe crossplay. Probably. And that's what caused everything to just take a take a take a dive. So 
I find it funny that it's also PC that's having an issue when typically mm-hmm. that that usually isn't isn't a problem at all. Um, and it's running on Steam, which is also interesting. Like that should be fine. So eh, they got a week to figure it out. So we'll see what happens. I wonder if they'll just release a, another beta later on in that week for people who haven't bought RE3 to be able to test out, you know, this portion of the game. Me personally, I mean, it, it, I I have no interest. <laughs> I I could care less about playing Resident Evil multiplayer. I'll probably try it, but I'm I'm there for the story mode story. So the beta, yes, it would be cool and fun to play for a little bit, but this doesn't ruin the experience for me at all. Yeah, I know neither of you have a skin in this game. But just I'm, as we know, very excited for Resident Evil Three. And uh, this is like an added bonus to it, so I wanted to give it a shot before it came out, right? But that's okay. I've managed to finish the Control DLC instead. Yeah. What was the name of that one Resident Evil that was a four-player online game? Oh, my God. What was that thing called? Uh, I think it's Resident Evil. Operation Raccoon? Operation Raccoon City. Yep. Yeah, yep. that thing was terrible. And whenever I see this, this is what it makes me think of. And I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm gonna save myself the. I mean, to be fair, Ra- Operation <laughs> Raccoon City took place mostly in like scenarios from like, the first three games, and then the fourth scenario was like, uh, new stuff. So, well, I just meant like gameplay wise. Yeah. The idea. Also, it, mm. a spoiler for Operation Raccoon City, a game that nobody will play. You right. get to kill Leon Kennedy in that game. Oh, really? You, you do kill Leon Kennedy in that game, and that is why that game is largely considered non-canon. Yeah, it's non-canon. You can, there's a choice at the end of the game where you can either pick to help Leon, or you can kill Leon. Uh, I just shot him in the head. No problem. He's going down. I don't so, want to be the so, good guy. That's boring. So, so Dev's looking to start a fight this week. <laughs> I just don't want to play the good guy all the time. That's not always fun. It makes me feel bad to be a bad person. But you're not really being a bad person. It's a game. It's not real. Uh, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts my feelings. <laughs> I haven't. I. I'm, I maybe I'm just cold hearted. But if it's in a video game and it's not really, it doesn't bother me in the least. So let me ask you this, Haley, before we go on. If how you, did you feel about playing Joel in The Last of Us? Well, that's different. Because Technically speaking, he kind of did a bad thing. I mean, there's doing a bad thing, and then there's being a bad person. Like, he, yeah. But again, also, the reason it does it feels different in The Last of Us is because of your emotional connection to Ellie. Now, I don't know if Dev has one of those, because he just no. called, yeah, the shake of his head. Yeah, Dev's no. just totally okay. Did you torch all the doctors? I mean, why not? Case on fire. Point. Let's you go. You only had to kill one. So? They all gotta go. Spoilers for The Last of Us, by the way. Um, I'm I'm sorry. I'm not even giving you a spoiler warning for that. You've had seven years, and the sequel comes out next month. So, well, set him ablaze. No Dev mercy. Has, De- Dev is a, Dev is a bad person. Just no. You I always I, that. I always want to see the bad guys win because it's so, it's so much more interesting. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Let the bad guys win. See, this could delve into another conversation where I was just yanking Delvin's chain on Twitter all week. And uh, so, is it was it hard for you to play like? Is it hard for you to play the evil side of like all the infamous games? Oh, I did, but only because I wanted the platinum. 
So, but was it hard for you to like stomach that? Yes. Right. Oh man. Uh, I will say this. Spoilers for Infamous One. Although to be fair, that's that game's been out longer than The Last of Us. So technically, you're lucky I'm even giving you one. Uh, the moment that you make the decision to either destroy the race sphere or activate it, oof, oof. I screwed up the first time, and I had to restart the game from the beginning. I just I couldn't do it. I mm. will say this: if the second son's evil side, because I platinum that game. That's one of the few games I can yep. platinum. That evil side sucks. Uh, the evil <laughs> side in all of them sucks. They're not flushed out well, and they're, they are very. It's I very was bad. I was gonna say the evil sides in most of those games suck because the character isn't inherently an evil character. So even when yeah. you play the evil side, it doesn't feel right because that's not the character. Like I like doing the bad side of stuff if it's if it makes sense, if it's good, if it ties in well. The and, bad side of all the infamous games was just it just didn't feel right because Cole as a person or Deslin as a person, they weren't evil, so doing the evil stuff just felt off and wrong. It didn't make any sense. I mean, t- to be fair, yeah. there's also another part yeah, it looks of it like is... we may have lost Haley. Hello. Yeah, you're back now. What, what were you gonna say? Uh, I was. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Uh, I was just gonna say like. There's a reason that the Second Son happens the way it does, and that's because the majority of players chose the good ending for Infamous 2, which, yeah. spoilers for Infamous 2, uh, the, the main ending for, for Infamous 2, the canon one, is uh, Cole sacrifices himself to uh, stop the plague that spread, uh, or started to spread, and then got worse in Infamous 2 after the race sphere was activated. Um, now... It, we don't know if we'll ever see another Infamous again. I would love to see another Infamous. Uh, the ending of Infamous 2's good ending at the end leads to a question mark lightning bolt striking the position on screen where Cole's coffin would be. Um, and it's made of a material that would conduct electricity. So, who knows? Maybe one day we will see Cole again. But uh, that's kind of why you take on a new character in Second Son. So. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Hey, um, I mean, I wasn't gonna go into it, but sure, sure, I know. We'll probably never see it. I do want my remaster though, like Sony. You're missing out on money. Like I will buy a whole remaster collection. They definitely should do a remake of that. Not even a remaster, just remake it. I don't think it'll happen anytime soon. Yeah, I know. But that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, moving along. Delvin, what you got for us? I heard Sony is slowing down the internet speeds even more. Yeah, I was going to say, what do you mean slowing them down? They're already slow. Like, yeah. he- hello, well, I have gigabit internet, and the, the system <coughs> caps out at, like, 250 me- megabits per second. And I'm like, hmm, cool. Glad glad to pay for a download speed that just... Uh... All right. According to Digital twi- Trends, Sony limits PlayStation download speeds, but, un- but online play is seemingly unaffected. So basically what's happening is... Because everything is going on with the coronavirus, and they want everybody to be able to get online. They have been slowing everybody else's download speeds to make it so people won't have as much problems as getting online and playing. But it apparently only affects the downloads. It's not affecting the actual online gameplay. So what do you guys think of this whole thing? Uh, I mean, PlayStation it, is weird because their download speeds are already so slow as it is. Yeah. Like, for you to even get 250 is 
pretty much amazing. Nobody gets that. Like their download speeds and, are so incredibly yeah. slow. And, to and be then fair, the copying of the game to the hard drive is just as bad. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, the yeah. only reason I even get 250 is for those who aren't aware, my modem is right above my PlayStation. I am wired to both my computer, my PlayStation, and everything in my room is wired. And that's the only reason I even get the speed I do. Uh, I will say it was immediately noticeable on Friday when I downloaded the the resistance beta to try it out um, that the speeds had been slowed because normally I can st- I can start downloading a game on the PlayStation and then listen to Spotify on the PlayStation and have no issues with download speed. Uh, I had to not listen to music for the entire time it downloaded because the moment you started downloading, it started downloading at less than a megabyte of a second. So it was, it's not good. It's not good. It's why I got so upset. Like, granted, you can change this, but on YouTube for the next, like, 30 days, uh, the resolution for videos is automatically set to, like, 480p, and it's super annoying. Like, I'm just glad Netflix hasn't started forcing, like, standard quality video, because I pay for the 4K video package, and if I can't watch that stuff, why am I paying for it? Yeah, so that makes you wonder, like, if you actually have something that allows you to have a better quality and then they lower the quality. Mm-hmm. Are you going to lower my cost as well? Yeah. Like, I mean, so, cause like I know Netflix did lower their quality. Like there's no choice. You don't get a choice. You just watch standard video in the European union right now. And if they do that here, like I'm sending an email, like why am I paying $19 a month pretty much to, to watch standard quality video? Like, well, I think, it's the times that we're in right now where mm-hmm. everybody's essentially home. Yeah. Like, and it's very few people out working. And because everybody has to stay at home, I'm quite sure these companies get throttled. Like, everybody's constantly using their internet, whether it's on their phone, whether it's their gaming consoles. I mean, to be like, fair, the only reason in the European Union why they lowered speeds is because the government urged Netflix to do it. So... Yeah, it just goes back to that infrastructure thing. Like, it's it's a matter of infrastructure. If we don't have the infrastructure to be able to handle the speeds and the amount of things that are going on, then maybe we should build the infrastructure out, you know, to allow yeah. for us to be able to have people being able to work from home and be on the Internet and be able to stream and do stuff like that. So maybe it'll be a push to get, you know, infrastructure set up in a way that's that's much better and more conducive to a digital life but uh sony you can't slow down speeds more than they already are you y'all got y'all yeah. got to stop that because no. that oof, y'all are already as so bad so yeah. bad because the way the system works for those who aren't aware the playstation 4 will cap your download speed at a certain limit while it's on if it's in rest mode you get your full download speed no problem um and this has been evidenced by the fact that the second i turn off my playstation and put it in rest mode uh, and i turn it back on five minutes later a game is fully downloaded like yeah yeah you you, like this that's so stupid like you cannot do that like your speeds are already bad enough Mm -hmm. don't cap don't kneecap yourself to, to to the point where you can't even walk across the finish line yeah, it's already bad enough that you gotta wait for four billion years for the game to actually copy to the hard drive. Don't take my speeds away as well. And to be fair, you shouldn't even have that copying problem unless you're using an external hard drive. So, yeah, it's ridiculous. And and unfortunately, copying has nothing to do with your internet speed. It just takes forever. Yeah. So you could have the fastest internet connection in the world, 
download your game as fast as you want. But then if you're st stuck there waiting for copying, it's all right, you're on your own. Yeah. You can't play a game while you're copying either because it just slows that down even further. Yep. Let's pray that the PS5 doesn't have that problem, which it shouldn't because it's got the fastest hard drive on the planet, apparently. Yeah. Delvin, any thoughts? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I, li no, I like this, that this, this tech mumbo-jumbo. <laughs> I like that this was your story and you just have no thoughts on it. No, y'all said everything needed to be said. Y'all hit it around the head. Like, what can you do? It's like, yeah. they're going to they're gonna slow it down. They're going to slow it down. I think it's important that people know about it, at least. Yeah. I think if you listen to this right now, you probably, like I said, most people don't read. Most people get their stories off the internet and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm quite sure there's someone out there just not learning, learning this story. Like, oh, that's why PlayStation's been so slow lately. Right, right. PlayStation's screwing you. It's going to be interesting to see what it does to, like, the Final Fantasy VII downloads. Like, if they're still slowing stuff down oh, when that comes, it's going to be interesting to see about RE, like, people who have the day, the game digitally, like, how long is it going to take for these people to be able to play their games? I, Especially with Final Fantasy VII having an issue in production, like, getting the actual physical copies of people. Oh. If people are going digital instead, like, oh, well, my copy might not get to me. Let me go ahead and get the digital version. And then the digital version takes two days to download? Yikes. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, see, this is going to be a problem, too, because I can give you guys an update over Twitter on Wednesday. Because I'll be able to download Resident Evil two days in advance, right? Like preloading. Can let you know how long it takes me to download it then, because that's gonna be annoying. Yeah. So just download stuff while the computer is in or while the computer while the PS4 is in rest mode. <laughs> Start to download and then put it in rest mode and call it a day. Yep. Oh man. Gonna be interesting to see how that all pans out. Yeah. Alright. So our discussion for this week, we kind of alluded to some of this a little bit earlier, but the PS5 production, are we going to see a delay? Is there going to be a scarcity of consoles? What would be the better thing to do? Would it be better to delay the console or would it be better to have it, have it launch on time and just be hard as hell to find? Scarcity, um, scarcity would be better. Yeah, I mean... They've said that, you know, both Sony and Microsoft, and Microsoft have said that the consoles are coming out. Yeah. yeah. They said they're not having an issue. They're going to launch holiday 2020. The question is, how many consoles are we actually going to launch with? Are we going to yeah. be able to find these things anywhere? Is there actually going to be some kind of delay in production? Because normally by this time, the consoles are already have been in production or have been ramped up and you're having boxes sitting on shelves at this point. It gets announced at E3. We see the box or whatnot. And boom, it hits shelves. In November, but with Corona, what's gonna happen? Well, like they've I mean, said, there's no delay. How scarce are these consoles gonna be? China is almost back to like being uh, up and running. No, they're not actually. They just tweeted out this week. Uh, they had reopened all their movie theaters. They closed them in fear of a second wave of the virus. Yeah, that's movie theaters. Production plants, they're saying, are back at like ninety percent. Like they're actually back to producing stuff, but we're just wondering like how big how of it since that, that, that delay, like how long is it going to last? How much stuff is actually being produced? How much stuff was already produced before it went into that? So, yeah, I mean, I will say this, in my opinion, they should delay it because a lot of times when these consoles come out, happen with the PS4, happen with the 360, there's always certain, some consoles that have glitches and errors it crashes, and what I think one of the worst scenarios you want to have is, oh, this PS5 I just bought, 
it doesn't work. Yeah. And then you can't get it. You can't get another one for five or six months mm-hmm. because they're out of stock. And I know I'm speaking from experience because there was kind of a shortage of PS4s when they launched. Yep. There was a shortage of and, Xbox Ones too. And when I bought my PS4, I had a defective one. And they were like, well, you got to wait till we get some new ones in. It might, you might not get, get your PS4 for a month from now. And I was like, that sucks. If I just paid all this money for this system, you telling me I got to wait for it. Fortunately for me, I was friends with the guy at the GameStop that I got the PS4 from. So he was like, I'll just change it out for you. We still have an extra one in stock. You can get your PS4, you're good. But not everybody has that. Mm-hmm. So them trying to rush out systems might be a detriment to them. And I don't think that's a good idea. I think they should kind of just wait a couple months and just release it all together and say, hey, we have this whole stock load right here. Everybody can get one. And if anything happens, it's going to be easy to replace the consoles. I know they're trying to get these out for holiday. And I think it's, it's cool that they're trying to do that. But I, don't, I hope they're not doing this. And gonna end up messing up in the process of doing that. I mean, regardless yeah. whether they're releasing spring 2021 or holiday 2020, uh, there's still gonna be consoles that are defective. Like that's just that's gonna happen. It's gonna happen but, regardless. The amount may be lower if they launch in spring. However, however, you will still, of course, run into defective consoles. It's just the way production works. Absolutely. Yeah, my whole thing is this. I'd rather them run into defective consoles in spring and have an easier way to replace it as of holiday. And then they tell you, well, there's no PS4-5s out there right I mean, now, so you're going to have to just wait. Let me put it to you this way. We're still in an interesting situation either because you can't pre-order either console. I was just getting ready to say there haven't even been pre-orders yeah. announced yeah. yet. And yeah. you got to wonder, like, how are they going to deal with the pre-orders? Are they actually going to cap them at a certain amount? Um, where are you going to be pre-ordering from? Like, how are they going to even start that that process? And then it also goes to like what you were saying earlier. Are people even going to be in a position to be able to buy the consoles? So if you're not in a position to buy the consoles, does the scarcity of them even matter at this point? Because see, here's the thing, right? Like I get my, this is inside baseball stuff, but it ties into the question, right? I get my yearly bonus from Walmart on Friday. I was going to use that to pre-order in full a PlayStation 5. But I can't do that right now because there's nowhere to pre-order it from. Like I can't, I can't put my name down for one of them and pay for it. Uh, EB Games is closed. GameStop's closed. Uh, I mean, Best Buy and Walmart are open, but they don't do pre-orders for this stuff here in Canada. So they're not doing pre-orders for it anywhere yet. Like know, it's just a sign-up that, sheet. And, yeah, and that's another thing that you just mentioned. There's a possibility that GameStop or EB might not open back up. Yeah, they might not even be around by the time it launches, which is a whole nother ballgame. Yeah, so those kids who are normally like, hey, let's trade in all our old systems to get this new system, probably aren't going to be able to do that. I mean, you can still do it at Best Buy, and who knows what the rates will be, but, you know, it might go up. Who knows? Yeah, It's just, there's so much flux. Yeah, there's just so much flux because we don't know, one, when the consoles are coming. If there's going to be enough for them, are people even going to be able to afford them? How long is this pandemic going to go on? Like, there's just so many questions and it just begs to wonder, like, should they even be pushing forward talking about, yeah, we're still launching in 2020? Or should they be like, you know what, due to what's going on with just the world right now, we're in just a a wait and see place. Like, our plan is to to launch them possibly in 2020, but we don't know yet. 
And Sony being what they are and just how radio silent they'll be, we probably won't know what the heck is going on with them. Where I believe if something happens with Microsoft, they'll be out up in front of it and be like, yeah, so we reached some kind of delay in our production and we're going to push back the launch or we're going to have a scarce amount of them available at launch. Or I don't think Sony will say anything. Yeah, Sony being Sony probably won't say a word. Uh, This just... The fact that pre-orders aren't even up yet is baffling at this point. Yeah, We haven't even had... To be perfectly honest, the PS5 hasn't been revealed yet. (laughs) Like, there hasn't been a true reveal of the PS5 yet. All we've gotten is specs and basically... Uh, a developer conference talk about about the power of it about what it's built of but we have yet to actually have any true ps5 reveal yeah like we don't really know even what features it's gonna have besides that little image they released at ces which they said wasn't even their most unique features which is like all right, right. well that's concerning coming from sony so yeah, yeah this is it's weird the only thing we've seen of this console is that Leak. Test unit that yeah. everybody thinks is atrocious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know there's a test unit. We know that it's got a super fast hard drive. It's got less flops than the the Series X. But that's it. Like we don't really know much else about it. We know that Godfall is supposed to be a launch title, but that's really it. Um, there's just there's just there's so little info. We're so starved for info. And then with Corona, like, is there really, and they're, they're saying it's going to launch 2020, but we ain't even seen a reveal yet. It's just so odd. There's just so many questions up in the air about launch, about people's financial situations, being able to buy them, about games being made or delayed or being available. It's just, everything is just in flux and it's just such a weird time to be alive, man. It's just crazy. But hey, at least we'll have PS4s and there'll still be games to play on them, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just... <laughs> see, because this runs into a whole other issue that like I we've brought up before, but like with the whole, hey, Microsoft's not going to have any exclusives for two years, like that means all, and who knows, like this may be the case for PlayStation 2, but um, all the games that come out on Xbox have to be able to run on the Xbox One, so you're not even really going to see that power boost for two years. Now, as we know, that's just first party, but does that apply to third parties as well? Right. Yeah, like... Because if one side of the game has to work on the lowest common denominator system, isn't the other isn't, like, the other game going to do the same thing? Yeah. Like, this could drag games down for two plus years. Yep. It's gonna be it's gonna be so interesting to see. Like you said, like we know all the first party stuff, they're not gonna be, you know, console or platform exclusive. But the third parties, you'd imagine that it's gonna be similar to like the PS3 to PS4, where a lot of the third parties are st- were still developing the game for the PS3 um while they were doing the PS4. So we'll still see a lot of these games that are supposed to be next gen on PS5. Like we know Cyberpunk, yeah. for example, is being made for PS4 and Xbox One. There will be a patch at some point. Yep. To support the Series X, and we assume PS5, but you should be fine to play it on your PS4, right? Yeah. So you got to imagine that most third parties will be that way. So then does it behoove the, 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 the big wigs to say, hey, let's delay this a little bit to where we can actually get enough consoles to appease the people? Or is it just, you know what, let's just go forward all guns blazing and maybe not sell very many consoles because people can't afford them, you know? It's just, it's just, it's just crazy. It's crazy. 
but exciting it's in the same i'm excited to see what all happens out how it all pans out what happens with e3 do we get like a playstation type like direct are we gonna get i know xbox is gonna do something for sure but yeah. are we gonna get the ubisoft type stuff are we gonna get um an ea show like probably <laughs> we know, they've, we know they've devolver all... said they're doing something too so it'll be fun to see what happens yeah they've, they've all like tweeted out statements like we're looking at a digital showcase to show our stuff and i know bethesda will probably do one as well it's i just will it all happen around the same time i don't know yeah gonna be interesting all right, so that about sums that up. So we got the drop. We got some games coming out. I'm going to let you guys take it away because there's some games coming up that you guys want to play. Nothing nothing for your boy here. I mean, it's mostly shovelware except for Resident Evil 3. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, You know, that comes out. Delvin, you sound like you're sleeping. <laughs> I'm not sleeping. I'm just looking at you absurd. Like, how dare you call Persona 5 Royal? The game that they're just really re-releasing for suckers to just buy again for 30 <laughs> minutes of new content. A shovelware. So, shovelware. No. <laughs> no, that's not what it is at all. Yeah, People are going to kill you. I, the oh. weebs are going to kill you. The weebs across the world are going to break their quarantine and walk, walk to Canada and, and beat you to death for, <laughs> for insulting so persona. For the listeners who can't see my face right now, do I look bothered at all, Dev? No, she doesn't care. Nope. She looks terrified. Nope. I do not. I do not look terrified at all. Get that weep nonsense out of here. That is shovelware. Now, Resident Evil 3. That's a good game. That's coming out on uh See, on, I can't talk crap about Resident Evil 3 because I, I like Resident Evil 3. I know you can't. I know but you I, can't. But I will. But I will. No, you're With back Spi- into a corner here. Spider, Spider Nemesis. I mean, to be fair, he was, like, he was like that in the original too. Just the, the, the content. And systems at the time did not allow for that to show. Properly. How old were you when the original came out? Three? Uh, yeah, 1998. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was close. Da, da, I, mean, I mean, I was born 1995, so. Yeah, yeah. I knew I was right. Doesn't mean I've not seen other others play it. Like, interesting. I, I'd still rather play Snakey Bus. Than either one of those games. Mm, that's okay. And that, that's are, some shovelware. Uh, I, I'm aware it's shovelware. Um, has Autobot Simulator even come out yet? Probably like they, three times over. Yeah, because that thing <laughs> they kept keep popping, saying it's coming that, out. That keep that kept keeps popping up in the drop, and it's like, okay, are you coming out? Or are you just like, are you in there for the meme at this point? Like, I know, right? Like, uh, it's just it's weird to see. Um, you know, just. Why? Why do we release so much shovelware? Like, that's. Like I mean, somebody's first... playing it. Somebody's fair, playing it. You know, fair, other than there's... God, other than you know Miller and um, Blessing, somebody's playing these games. Yeah. Okay, but they're playing it for a reason. So they're not like playing it just be just because it's there and it's something to buy. They're playing it for PS. I love you, and they're having a blast. Apparently, um, I will say it's not. Fair right now. Greg has his trophies privated because he's playing something under embargo. I'm pretty sure it's usually why he privates his trophies. So it's it's not it's not fair being able, not being able to compare anymore. But you know, I, I will say this: I'm gonna give my weekly movie update because I always do this now. They have some pretty good movies coming on PlayStation Video this yeah, week. Yep. Bad Boys for Life, which I love. Sonic the Hedgehog, which my son loves, 
and Onward, which I heard Onward's pretty good. I enjoyed Onward. Me and the kids, we I watched mean, that. It was pretty good. We we enjoyed I mean, that one. If y'all want to save yourself some money, don't buy Onward. It comes to Disney Plus on Friday. So Disney is going to go across Canada and let you down and murder you. We're giving that information out to people. I mean, Disney can do what they like. They're still going to get my money on Friday when I re-up Disney Plus. So are they going to kill me or are they going to take my money? Which are they going to do, Dylan? They're going to do both. Uh, Probably both. <laughs> that is fraud and also illegal. Disney's above the law. I, I, I mean, have, Disney I mean, is the law, right? They own yeah. everything. Have you guys seen that image from like the Penguin game online or whatnot where it's like, murdered? They can't do that. That's illegal. That's kind of what you're insinuating Disney's going to do to me like right now. Pretty much. I mean, okay. they got enough money to make it happen and I, just I mean, sweep it oh, under the rug. Okay. I mean, they, they make money anytime you watch their content on Disney Plus anyways, so. Yeah. Yeah, they're a money-making machine. They're, they're, their parks are closed, and they're probably still just raking in dough. Yep. I think my favorite thing was seeing people on, like, One's Gotta Go, Walt Disney Company, Pixar, Marvel, yeah. Star Wars. And <laughs> it's like, like, it's all the is, same this company. This is one company, so, like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yep. I, I remember seeing that one, too, and just dying laughing, because, yeah, so Disney just owns everything. They just, they own it all. I mean, who knows how long till they own Warner Brothers and, you know. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, they'd be able to fix the DCU, so that'd be cool. Uh, They would not, actually. They'd probably (laughs) just, like, they would probably just wreck it further at this point. They need Jesus to come down and put his hands on the DCU (laughs) to fix that. I mean, to be fair, at this point, we may as well just mention it. Uh, (laughs) Delvin and I got into a little Twitter altercation this week. (laughs) Because uh, somebody on Twitter said that Batman v Superman, uh, Dawn of Justice, was a better movie than Infinity War. And I just jumped in and was Call like, him by yeah. his name. That was Skyward, man. Call him by his name. Call him out. I'm not going to say nothing. Uh, I'm not calling anybody curse. out. Because <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> I came in here and just started ruffling feathers. and was like, I mean, he's right, though. So, And then Delvin <laughs> went off on me. And I don't know if he realized that I was kidding. Because I was kidding. Uh, <laughs> Batman v Superman is... I mean, it's a movie. Donna, like the <laughs> Ultimate Edition, makes it a little better. But I mean, I feel you. like he says something every week just to piss Devil Delvin off every week. Yep, that is very. That is, that is pretty much what this. happens. There are a few things in this world that would get me to curse like a sailor, and that is one of them. That's why I'm going to stay quiet on the subject. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, Infinity War is not the best movie either. So. I don't think it is. I don't think it's the best Marvel movie. I think it's... Marvel movies are all the same. They're, and I'm saying this as someone who watches all of them. Marvel movies are all the same. They no longer have any surprises. It's all one formula. Like, it's just... No. I'm not having this conversation. Because I want to keep this podcast rated PG. <laughs> at least rated PG. I mean, to be at fair, least... we could put an explicit tag on it, like the one with Colin Moriarty. So... You're not going to have... You're not going to have Kevin yelling at me this week. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to be fair, he wouldn't yeah. yell at you if you put the explicit tag on the episode. So I, I don't post episodes. He does. So yeah. just <laughs> let him know a... to put the explicit tag on it if you want to go off. You take that up with Kevin. I'm not yeah. doing anything. That'll be a DLC episode where we just yeah. start yeah. going off on people uh, about I mean, things. To be, to be fair, it won't be a DLC episode for a while. So, well, it's okay. I, well, this kind of, like the 
the party style episodes are still occurring. Like we're still getting the meet the cast, right? So as far as I know, I mean, I don't even. We don't have a DLC that's coming out this week. I haven't seen anything. Donnie said anything. It's been a while. I haven't seen one for DLC get mentioned. But again, the the Rona, the Rona man. But I mean, to be to be fair, Donnie is a little busy right now with the Rona. So he is. He's on the front lines. (laughs) Yeah, I will say this. There is a PSVG Strong Style coming out this week. I mean, that was a given, wasn't it? So No, not really. Those are monthly. I'm aware. Didn't think there had been one this month already. There was, wasn't there? Yeah, there was one last week. Yeah, that's what oh, I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is not to, like, cut against our own stuff, but gee, can we tell that wrestling doesn't interest me in the, in the slightest? Well, we knew that from Jump. Because yeah. we had a bunch of wrestling memes and thing at the very beginning of all the intros, and you'd be like, "What? <laughs> like, who is that?" It's all good. It's all yeah. good. So, with all that said, that's going to do it for episode. I believe this is twenty six. Mm-hmm. That is correct. All right. We hope you guys enjoyed all of our nonsensical rambling and our talking of all things PlayStation this week. Please feel free to holler at us over on Twitter at PlayStation XP. Stop by the PSVG Discord and join us for all of our shenanigans there. And uh, let the people know where they can find you, Haley. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shepard Zarel. You can find me on Twitch.tv slash Haley Zarel. You can also find me uh, as part of the stream team at Twitch.tv slash PSVG. Um, so for reference... Uh, due to the pandemic, I am currently not streaming on my own channel just because every time I log out of my channel, I need a specific item to get back into the PSVG channel. So, uh, Friday, provided nothing happens and I'm not at work or get called in or anything, we are going to start streaming Resident Evil 3, uh, very early in the morning, say midnight when game releases on twitch.tv slash PSVG. Uh, that will be a late stream. So just a heads up. Um, <laughs> as well as you can find me on your gaming platform of choice at, uh, Haley Zarel. Now you may add me on Nintendo switch code by request because I do not know that off by heart because Nintendo does not make things easy. So just a heads up. All right. And where can the people find you, Mr. Delvin Cox? Check me out on Twitter at Devil underscore Cox and check out the Devil Cox experience anywhere you listen to podcasts. There it is. And you can find me at Dead Ninja Dev pretty much everywhere. So follow me, add me, do whatever you want. And with that, long live play.